A wedding in the time of Jesus was an occasion of tremendous joy, not unlike today, but in fact to an even greater degree. It was a feast in every sense of the word. The celebration lasted for seven days, during which time there was no customary fasting, only feasting. And it was only when the bride and groom withdrew to begin their married life together that the friends of the bridegroom would mourn and take up again their practice of regular fasting. And this helps us to see what Jesus is up to in the gospel today, defending the disciples' apparent practice of not fasting, or at least fasting less often than the Pharisees, by referring to a wedding of all things. He says, Can the sons of the bridal chamber, or the friends of the bridegroom, mourn while the bridegroom is still with them? This is a remarkable thing to say, because Jesus is clearly referring to himself as the bridegroom. I say this is remarkable because in the Old Testament, God is the bridegroom and his people is his bride. To take one example from the prophet Isaiah, As a young man marries a virgin, so shall your builder marry you. As the bridegroom rejoices over the bride, so shall your God rejoice over you. So Jesus' use of this image of a wedding and of the bridegroom is a clear statement that he himself is God. He is the divine bridegroom who in the incarnation has come to join his people to himself in the new and eternal covenant. And the new and eternal covenant is finally established or consummated, if you like, on the cross, the day when the bridegroom will be taken away from his friends, as Jesus says, and then they will fast. Why will they fast, though? Why do we, who have been made friends of the divine bridegroom, fast? It's as an expression of our longing for him, our desire to be with him for all eternity, and to train ourselves to set our sights on him, to purify our desires, and teach us to train our hearts on Jesus. And this new and eternal covenant that the divine bridegroom came to establish with us is not just a distant memory. It's renewed every time the sacrifice of the Mass is offered, every time we receive the Eucharist, the sacrament of Christ's body and blood, which provides for us a foretaste of the eternal wedding feast of heaven, a pledge of that future glory. Our worthy reception of Holy Communion and our penitential fasting here below prepare us for the eternal and indescribably joyful feast of heaven.